0: Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Uh, my name's Daniel and we're here with Josh for the Late Mail Show. Josh, how'd Magic Round go?
1: Oh, uh, magical as always. Um, no, it was good, mate. It's always good bars. I wish I was there in and around Brizzy for it. Not in amongst all the beef and uh, push and shove that I saw on my social media, but it does look like a fun weekend and yeah, I enjoyed it. How about yourself?
0: yeah it was pretty good good watching um yeah like you said that that kind of stuff that nonsense you don't really <laughs> want that around the sport, but uh, less said about that the better um fantasy wise how'd your team go what what kind of score did you post
1: Oh good question. I think I was in like the mid oh like nearly eight hundred, so it was yeah not the best. I ended up captaining captain in um hass, um, which didn't go as well as I'd planned but My pods went well. I had uh, Cotter obviously had a huge game. Angus Crichton and McInnes pumped out two pretty good scores. So, reasonably happy. Oh, and I had. (laughs) I wish I'd have listened to my own advice and sold Xavier Coates last week for his negative one, which obviously didn't help.
0: Yeah, that was rough. He's
1: at the top of my sell list this week.
0: Yeah, so speaking of your, your cells, let's do a quick buy-hold sell for you. So I guess your sell is Xavier Coates. Is that the what you're looking at this week?
1: Yeah, he's number one on the list. Uh, I've been wanting to try and do it for the last couple of weeks, especially with Pappy and the Storm kind of, you know, the natural decline in attack with, with Pappy gone and that they've yeah. got a few kind of like harder games. But I didn't get around to it last, last week. I ended up selling Schneider, who, of course, had a great game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this week I'm going to go coats down to Peoples, I think, and then free up a little bit of cash so I can upgrade Robson. So I'll go, I'll go up to Robson from Chris Randall. So <laughs> that's my, my two trades. I think one thing that I'm looking at doing is holding Starling as well. I think... 46 on the weekend, He's obviously, if you've got the trades to spare and you can sell him, that's an ideal sell. But I think for me, I'm just trying to get as many numbers as I can for 13. 46 on the weekend is not awful. It's pretty good, actually. And I think he's still going to see around that 55, 60 minutes, which is going to be enough to keep his scores in and around that mark where he's not going to drop heaps of cash. He might drop a little bit. but I think it'll be worth it, weighing up an extra number for round thirteen.
0: Yeah, so I guess if you hold him, he'll probably he'll probably drop because he's six sixty k now. He'll probably drop to about six hundred k. So he loses about sixty k over the next two rounds if he scores around the forty five to fifty mark. Um, but yeah, like you said, he's an extra number. But I'm, I guess at this stage you kind of gotta you gotta weigh up. Do you need? Do you need the score or do you need the cash? So that's that's the choice to make, I guess, moving into round 13. Because, yes, he'll play, but, yeah, you'll, he'll drop a bit of cash at that point and you can probably pick up, you know, a keeper for that kind of money at this point. So it's a difficult decision to make, especially with the buy rounds coming up and Origin. But, yeah, it's one you have to make. So you're sticking with, I guess, Robson and Peoples as your, your buys of the round?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Starling as a hold. I think I'm going to hold to a as well. I'm not sure how he's going to go with this role he has on the bench. And I am a little bit worried just because those big guys in the middle for the Tigers have played a lot of minutes, the likes yeah. of Joe O and Twal. So if he's in that middle lock rotation, I yeah, I don't see him doing that well. But I figured I'd give him another week, see how it goes. But he's probably a sell for next week for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 one of those ones where you're kind of hoping that he gets his spot back. I think because he's not going to get a ton of minutes on the field, most likely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Righto. Uh, we've got plenty of questions through the Instagram at Footy footybrain- at Footy Brains Pod. Uh, let's get straight into them, Josh. Let's make this nice and quick, mate. I'm gonna. Let's do it. Yeah. Ask you basically all these questions and let's just get kind of yes or nos or you know something a bit short and sweet. Um, short and sweet. Teddy and Randall for Flegler and Papali'i.
1: I would probably hold off on doing that, just given round 13 coming up. Broncos don't play 13 for mine, for memory, and neither do the Eels. So both really good trades and upgrades. Flegler's looking good. Papali'i's in pretty much must-have territory, but I'd wait until after 13.
0: Next question is uh, Max King and Starling for McInnes and Cotter. Is that a good trade?
1: Again, I think at at this point of the year, everything comes around that 13 buy. Uh, Cotter, I'm kind of hesitant if you don't have him at this stage because there's been a lot of talk of him going into Origin. I think that's a pretty good shout that he makes Origin. And who was the other one? Cotter and... McInnes. McInnes. I do like McInnes. I think McInnes is one of the ones that I'm willing to forgo the round 13 buy for him just because his as cheap as you're going to get him, he's pumping out big scores. His tackles are uh, back up to that, you know, prime McGuinness that was, you know, around two, three years ago. So I like that buy, but I think I'd be holding off on Cotter until those origin teams come around.
0: Yeah, especially, I guess, with McGuinness. Like, Finucane's out for, I think, four to six weeks, so you're going to get good scores exactly, over the, yeah. the origin break. So, yeah. Good point. Uh, Question from Lockie, when is Nanai going to be a sell?
1: I think round 14. (laughs) He'll be uh, right up there for the top of the list. He has been scoring all right, and it's crazy that he keeps – he's like, oh, you look at his score, he's like, oh, he's very try-dependent. But to be fair, he keeps scoring tries. So he loves a good junk time try at the end. Or try off a bomb when it's like him versus yeah. another middle forward in, a, in an aerial contest, but yeah, I think he's he's good enough to hold. I think this week for me, I'm keeping him as my like last interchange player. So what I'm actually hoping to do is loop Max King's score, assuming that he doesn't get another thirty. If he gets anything, probably forty or above, I'll loop Max King's score. Put tax kind of swap Tass for I in that last interchange spot. So I don't have to worry about Nana making 10 missed tackles against the Storm this weekend, yeah. <laughs> relying on that try. But I think for round 13, I think they played the Titans, the Cowboys, so you could see him having a pretty nice game and going like 50-plus, which would be huge in round 13.
0: Yeah, I guess it's just this week he's probably going to struggle against the Storm, I'd imagine. Um, so that means you're going to loop Tass, right? Like that's... Is that what your plan is? That's,
1: yeah, that's what my plan is.
0: Yeah, it's, uh hopefully he doesn't be named, oh, hopefully he doesn't get <laughs> named late. That's the only thing I can say.
1: Fingers crossed. If not, yeah, I have to do a bit of playing around with it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, so, next question from Charlie Is Talakai a sell?
1: I think I agree with you that he's a, a long term hold. This week, too, he does have a pretty nice matchup. I'm pretty sure he's running at Esan Masters, which uh, if you've watched the NRL over the last few years, know he's like basically a turnstile, and again, isn't the best in defence. So you could see him having a pretty good game this week. I am holding.
0: Yeah, and if you look at the kind of games that the Sharks have coming up, like I, I put this in the post as well. Um, they have the Titans twice in the next five weeks. They have the Bulldogs and the Warriors. So they've got some good games coming up. And I, you spent the money on him. So you're probably looking to keep him, as he's a long-term keeper, but obviously he's had a couple of rough games. It just happens, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think he's just one of those players. He could score 100 this week and then by 20 again in two weeks' time. It's just yeah, kind exactly. of like
0: <laughs> And it doesn't look like at this stage, because of his like, form slump, he probably won't be selected for origin, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say so.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So next question from Craig. uh, Who would you go out of Cook and Grant for your hooker spot?
1: Again, I think I'd be trying to stick clear of both of them Uh, just because of the origin factor, looking into somebody like a Robson or holding off and doing Cotter for your hooking spot or even a McInnes or somebody like that that you are pretty sure that isn't going to play Origin, just because over the next couple of weeks, they're going to miss so many games. Yeah. you know, Obviously, 13 and 17, but then probably, especially with Harry Grant and the Storm, they like to rest their players around this Origin period. So, yeah, I'd be trying to avoid both of them at this point, but they're obviously long-term keepers, and you want your team after 17.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So question from Max, trade in Tohu next week.
1: Uh, yeah, I could, could say that. I think it still depends on how he plays this week. He didn't play a huge amount of minutes last week. I don't think he was over like 40 or 50. So I think he's still like a, a bit of a weight and you might be able to even get him in two three weeks time at a, a bigger discount, I think. But definitely one to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, I'd basically be watching uh, his minutes until he hits eighty, and once he hits eighty, he's probably a buy because until then he's going to be, you know, kind of very average scores. He only played thirty minutes on the weekend and smashed out at twenty four to be, to be honest, so a good PPM. So if he gets to that eighty minute mark, he should be scoring fifty, sixty um, around that mark. So yeah, definitely one to one to keep an eye on, and hopefully he plays eighty sooner rather than later. Yeah, for that and for my draft Tim. <laughs> of course. So another question we have is Talakai to Madison or McInnes for head to head looking at trading Talakai and wants to know whether to go to Madison or McInnes for his head to head league.
1: Yeah, this is where we might differ between the two of us. Cause I know you've got a bit of a man crush on Madison, which is fair enough because he's playing pretty well. But if it was me, I would be saying McInnes for that.
0: Yep. And you're right. I would be saying Madison. Um, the fact that he got his start back is the main thing. He won't play eighty, most likely, Madison. But yeah, one, once he's playing through the middle, uh, yeah, his scores tend to be a lot higher. So, um, I mean, I had him at the start of the season and sold him. So I'm a bit mad about that. But yeah, he's uh, he's one to one to look at getting.
1: Sure, yeah, I like I do like him as a buy, but yeah, I think McKinnis is slightly edges him out.
0: Fair enough. To each their own. That's fine. <laughs> uh, who's your captain this week?
1: I think I'm going to go with Hines this week. He's got a pretty good matchup. And he's, he's shown he can go ahead. He can, you know, hit those tons. And I see this, the Sharks is a little bit of a kind of flak track bully team at the moment. And you could see them, I've just seen, going big against the Titans. So that's where I'm leaning at this point. Uh, Cleary plays the Roosters, which are a pretty solid team. They were probably lucky to get away with the game last weekend against the Eels, but uh, Cleary has shown he's still play. he's obviously still scored solid against the good teams, but it's harder for him to get those kind of 70 80 pluses. I could see Irons outscoring scoring him this week, I think.
0: Yeah, so I guess. Yeah, that's back to back to normal captains again this week. With Cleary and Hines being probably the two most popular options. Hines back in the halves is probably the main thing, and the fact that he's got someone junior playing at fullback means that he's probably going to take a bit more of the workload. So Hines again, especially against the Titans, is looking like the better captaincy option. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on our post for tomorrow. We'll we'll put some we'll put some words around that. Um, in terms of which one to choose. But yeah, it's not, it's not a clear cut captaincy option this week, but it's definitely between these two for sure.
1: I think so as well.
0: Awesome. Uh, Thoughts on Trent Peoples.
1: I like him. I think there's a pretty good chance that he gets 80 looking at that team. There's not really any edge back rowers unless they do something funky and put, you know, like have a rotation with arrow going into the edge for a, for a period of time. And, popping out with peoples that way. Job security also obviously pretty good with post out for the foreseeable future, I guess. So I really like him as a buy.
0: Cooper asks, is Brendan Smith worth bringing in to loop as hooker or is Nat Butcher the safer option? So plenty of questions around Smith and Butcher. Um, I guess, yeah, like like you've said previously, Harry Grant's going to be out playing Origins. So Smith kind of looks like a a player that's going to get decent time, especially at the, the price he's at. What are, you, what are your thoughts there?
1: Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't think it's like a top option, but if you wanted to go a little bit pod, or actually I'm not even sure if it's pod at this point, maybe a lot of people are doing it. But yeah, I think he could really see some increased minutes. Kind of, I guess, historically, he's, he tends to score well in this origin period and he can get some of those big minute games at hooker, which really is his kind of preferred position, I guess. Yeah, I can, I can see the, the logic behind it, especially, will Storm play, do they play 13? I can't remember now.
0: Uh, I don't think Storm play 13.
1: I don't think so. So definitely, maybe if you were going to consider it, have a look at how he plays uh, in the next couple of weeks and then make a determination with the round 13.
0: Yeah, I think he will get the minutes, but I just think he's going to go back to being that bench utility eventually, anyway. So it's kind of one that you're looking at to to make a a quick quick buck on, rather than you know hold for the season. Yeah, that's fair. Ben Trebojevic, what are your thoughts on him? So I think the mail yesterday was that he's out for four weeks, but people literally just bought him in. Um, so that shoulder is going to hold him out for a little bit of time. So what are your what are your thoughts there? Yeah,
1: really unfortunate for people who have brought him in because um, with that mail, it sounds like he's going to be out for thirteen, which I guess was a really strong reason that people brought him in. Uh, it's a little bit tricky, gives Morgan Harper and some of these other guys to kind of build up their credibility again. But in saying that, they got smashed last week by the Broncos. Yeah. So, really, I think it's yeah. At this point, just a wait and see, and you have to use him as a bit of a loop, unfortunately, but. I'd be holding him still and keeping fingers crossed that he's around for 13 somehow.
0: Yeah. I've got a feeling, I don't think he'll make 13, but he's, I've got a feeling he'll come back into this squad. Cause they kind of, they, they like having him in the team Um, and they're not so keen on having Harper. Um, The only issue is that Brad Parker will be back as well. So he might and Saab probably, as well is probably yeah,
1: close to being back at that point.
0: Yeah. It, it'll be probably around the same time really. So, it's a bit hard to see how he gets that center spot back, but he might be in and around the bench. So there is a possibility he'll come back in this team, but it's nothing certain. So um, keep that in mind. It it kind of makes him look like a bit of a sell. Like if you could go from, you could probably trade, you, you know, Burbo straight to Peoples this week, and that would be fine. But um, if you're carrying other ones, like I'm carrying Tass at the moment on my um, emergencies, just hoping that he gets back into the team. But, you know, that's... <laughs> You're just going to have to either use him as a loop or, yeah, sell him, basically.
1: Yeah. I'd be uh, still waiting and holding and, yeah, seeing what happens. I would be hesitant to go something like him to Peoples because, yeah, I think he does make it back into this team eventually.
0: Yeah. I think they like him in the team, so, yeah, most likely he'll come back in somewhere.
1: Yeah. I think Fingers so crossed well. in the back row. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice.
0: Okay, that is all our questions for today. Uh, Thanks for your time, Josh. Uh, We'll see you again next week.
1: No dramas, mate. Sounds good.
0: See ya.